الذين آمنوا أطيعوا الله وأطيعوا الرسول وأولي الأمر منكم Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Our dear beloved brothers and sisters What does it mean if I see a yellow snake in my dream that I kill? Uh, first of all, I'm not expert in terms of interpretation of dreams uh, And more importantly, I don't recommend for anyone to tell about his own dreams and seek interpretation if you see something good, so the Prophet ﷺ told us it is from Allah, like a gift. So don't tell about it, except the people whom you think that they, they love good for you. They love khair for you. They love goodness for you. So tell them, I saw the Prophet ﷺ last night in my dream, smiling to at me. I saw myself in paradise. I saw myself doing Umrah, performing Hajj. Those beautiful things, which is very clear that it is a very beautiful dream. So don't tell everyone. Just tell people whom you think that they will love it when you tell them about. They will feel happy because you are happy. So they will feel happy for you. And if you saw something bad or even mysterious, you couldn't figure out whether it is good or bad or when you when you woke up, you feel bad. You feel that that dream didn't give you a good feeling. So this is from shaitan. This is a disturbance from shaitan. What you do? The Prophet ﷺ taught us to seek refuge with Allah from shaitan and to blow the air in our uh, left side three times as we do in the salah. So this is the teachings of the Prophet ﷺ when you see something good, when you see something bad. The interpretation of the dream is very, very dangerous, in my humble opinion. And not everyone can give you the right interpretation of your dream. And it is just counted as a fatwa. So the person who is qualified to give fatwa is the only person who can give you the interpretation of your dream. Because the, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala call it fatwa in Quran. Aftina fi sab'i baqarat. O Yusuf, give us fatwa in this vision, in this dream that the king has seen. Aftina, inni ara, arani ahmilu. Uh, and the, the Prophet Yusuf himself said I give you the fatwa that you have been seeking uh, for So it is a fatwa So not, it has become, must be a mufti Not proclaimed mufti Not a knowledgeable person Not a scholar not every scholar is a mufti, by the way. The mufti is not only a scholar. The mufti is above the scholar, as Imam Ibn al-Qayyim said. So it is a fatwa. And also it, it, it doesn't have um, fixed equations or fixed formula. If you saw that, it means that. If you saw that, it means that. One of the famous scholars of the dreams interpretation his name Abdullah ibn Sirin. Two people in two different occasions came to him 
asking him for their dreams interpretation and both of them have seen the same the same dream I, I, I saw myself in the dream calling for the Adhan calling for the prayer for the Adhan one of them he told him the interpretation of your dream is to go to Hajj this year and the other one the, he told him the interpretation of your dream that you will be punished of something that you have stolen you stole someone property and uh, you will be punished for that this year subhanallah both of them have seen the same dream and ibn sirin has given them two different interpretation which indicates that it is not equation it's not formula some people would say if you see the the meat in your dream it means so and such and make it fix it and sometimes mashallah they think that they are qualified they would say all right uh, was it grilled meat or uh, raw meat or just uh, uncooked meat non-cooked meat mashallah where, 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 where is the difference how could you how could you differentiate between the interpretation of that and this and why you think this is a fixed formula there is nothing called that and the book that it is very common and popular amongst people called Tafsirul Ahlam and it has this kind of formula like a table when you saw that it means that when you say this it means this when you see this it means that this is all incorrect information this is not a correct way to interpret the, 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 the dream right uh, and also there is etiquettes of the mufti when he interpreted the dream so when you give someone the interpretation of his dream you have to follow those etiquettes don't give him bad feeling even if you felt something bad about his dream don't tell him and follow the sunnah of the prophet when the prophet uh, was, was, was being told about someone's dream he used to say خَيْرًا أو شَرًا Inshallah your dream interpretation is to be good something good you will see in the future or something bad Allah will enable you to, to avoid it Inshallah so this is how the Prophet ﷺ used to say خَيْرًا you will see goodness or شَرًا evil things that Allah will help you to avoid it tatawaqqa means to avoid it so don't go and tell him uh, something bad you know one of the popular interpretation of the dream that when someone see, sees himself in the dream without teeth all his teeth are missing that means that he will lose all of his family all of his family will die Someone came to Abdullah ibn Sirin and said, My scholar, I have seen myself without teeth. All my teeth are missed. And someone told me, if I saw this, that means that all my family will pass away. Abdullah ibn Sirin said, no, this is wrong. Don't feel like that. He told him, you will be the last one to die in your family. This is the interpretation. It is, it is the same way, by the way, <laughs> when he said you will be the final one, the last one to die in your family. But it feels better. 
yeah it feels nicer it feels softer yeah this is the etiquette one of the etiquettes of the interpretation of the dream so going back to your dream i don't i don't recommend i don't advise you to seek interpretation of any dream just seek refuge with allah from shaitan and i'm telling you inshallah good things to see or bad things that allah will help you to avoid and I don't recommend to seek any invitation for your dream, as I, uh, I mentioned. It's the prayer, it's the prayer of a person prays in a room where one's wife is uncovered, accepted. Nothing to do with, with your prayer. If you are praying in a, in a place where some woman is uncovered and you are lowering your gaze, you are focusing with your prayer, you are looking at the place where you do sujood and you are concentrating in your prayer. So why you think that your prayer is invalid? It doesn't invalidate your prayer, your prayer still uh, valid. But when you say accepted, I don't know whether it will be accepted or not. No one can claim that his prayer is accepted. Only Allah knows which prayer will be accepted and which prayer is being unaccepted. Um, um, the, the only thing that I can say is valid or invalid. And there is a huge difference between the validity and the acceptance. And that again, that's why we tell people, enjoy the prayer, make it accepted. Don't only perform the prayer and only make it valid. People seek validity and perform prayer when we are being advised to enjoy it and make it accepted, right? Barakallahu feek. So it is valid, but I don't know whether it is accepted or not. I am traveling. Another, another question in WhatsApp, mashallah. I am traveling for hiking on the weekend, one or two hours away from my home. There is no safe place to pray. Can I combine my prayers before I leave or when I get back home? How to say, I, I need more details in saying there is no safe place to pray. What do you mean by saying safe? If it is unsafe to pray, it is unsafe to go. Uh, this is my, my conclusion. But I need clarification. I need more clarity. So um, don't go to the place where it is unsafe. And also, which one is more important to you? The hiking? Which is, which is okay, which is halal, which is permissible to do, or the prayer. If there is contradiction between this beautiful hobby or these beautiful things, which is hiking, and the prayer, you have to give the priority to your prayer. However, two hours away from your home, that can be considered as traveling. And since you are a traveler, you are allowed to shorten your prayer and to combine your prayer according to some madhahib. Yeah, some madhab said, no, you are only allowed to shorten your prayer, but you are not allowed to combine unless you have 
uh, further valid good reason, not only traveling. But the majority of the scholars are, are of the view that the person who is allowed to shorten his prayer is also allowed to combine his prayer. So in such con uh, uh, context, I would say, if you are a traveler, so shorten your prayer, combine your prayer. Sometimes it is allowed to combine in advance if you think that you will not be able to pray uh, in, a, in, in the future, in the near future. So combine in advance. We say that to sisters, sometimes they go to shopping around Dhuhr prayer and they, they believe that they will not find a mosque uh, or a proper place for a sister to pray and maybe they will come after Maghrib, come back, especially during the short day in winter time. So we, we advise them, yes, in these circumstances, maybe you can combine in advance, not to miss the prayer until Maghrib, especially uh, Asr prayer. But again, uh, I have restricted time to do my hiking, so I don't want to rush home for Asr Salah, so I can combine with Dhuhr when I am out on my hike. Yes, this will resolve the problem. If that is the case, Jazakallah khair for the clarification. If that is the case, yes, yes, you can combine in, in such context. Barakallahu uh, Feek. And this is very beautiful, by the way. If someone is going to travel, going to shopping, going to hiking, going to do anything, and he wants to plan ahead for his prayer, and he wants to know where to pray, whether I combine, I show, that means that he cares, or she cares, about her religion, her practicing, her action of worshipings, and her prayers. So that, or his prayers, that is beautiful, to be honest, and we encourage all people uh, to do the same thing. You prepare for your going out, you prepare for shopping, you prepare for your clothes, you, you, you put on clothes, you prepare for your uh, luggage, for your bags or shopping bags. Uh, prepare for your prayer, brother or sister. Try to know what I will pray before you, before you move. Just put it in the list. In the top of the list, actually. Prayer is in the top of your list. Because you are here in this dunya to worship Allah. And one of the most important, it is the most important action of worship is prayer, is salah. So you have to, to put it on the top of your list every time you go out or you travel. Jazakallah khair for this beautiful question. Kola. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Uh, this is uh, Brother Dr. Mahmoud Baig from, from Leicester. Yeah, marhaba, yes. Dr. Mahmoud. Ahlan wa sahab. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. Uh, for, uh, for calling us Sheikh, today. Sheikh Darwish, I, I always enjoy your programs. You explain things very beautifully and very nicely. It I, is an honor and a pleasure, and I, I really appreciate uh, that you are saying that, Dr. MashaAllah. Jazakallah. Barakallah. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Darvish, I'm just going to add something to what you said about uh, dreams. Right. Yeah. You know, Dr. Sheikh Darvish, also, if you take some medicines, 
they can also make you see funny dreams. Right. This is something which you need to we need to tell the audience as well. Mashallah. If they take some some drugs, some tablets, mm. if you take them at night mm -hmm. and go to sleep, right, you can get all sorts of funny dreams in, in your head. And yeah, maybe because they, they maybe you, you maybe you explain more. Maybe because it causes deep sleeping and at that stage of sleeping, the person. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's right. So, so there's there, there's no need to to worry too much about, about dreams. This you exactly. must tell, tell exactly. the people. Exactly, mashallah. Yeah. I really okay, appreciate no. this. This is a very beautiful information. And um, I appreciate that you added this, inshallah ta'ala. Jazakallah. We need someone like you. We need some scientists, some doctors like you yes. to help us and give us more information from, from uh, another perspective, inshallah. Jazakallah khair, inshallah. brother, for your contribution. Masha'Allah, jazakallah khair. The dreams. Thank you very much, doctor. Masha'Allah, masha'Allah. Barakallah fiqh. Inshallah, I hope to see you sometimes. Inshallah. Sure, my honor, my, my pleasure. Barakallah fiqh. Jazakallah. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So, uh, this is a very beautiful uh, additional uh, information from one who's a specialist, qualified, and he knows about those sorts of tablets or those sorts of medication that can. Uh, make the person sees more dreams. So don't worry about it. Maybe it is because of the medication that you are taking. However, the topic of the dreams is huge. I cannot cover it. There is actually uh, a master's research that I have read. I didn't make it myself, but one of my friends, he made the research in dreams. And he made his masters in dreams from religious perspective. And he's talking about the, the, the different types of dream, including the good dream, ru'ya saliha, bad dreams, ru'ya al-ghayru saliha, adghathu ahlam. You know, adghathu ahlam, when you think about something too much, uh, it is more likely to see it in your dream. So when you think about your business, my business, so you, you are dedicating your time, your life for the business, so it is most likely you will be selling and buying in your dream. Um, uh, so when you think about something too much, it's called adghatu ahlam. So you see it in your dream, so you don't need to be worried uh, about it as well. There is something called al-mubashirat. The Prophet Sallallahu classified one type of the dream called al-mubashirat. You see something in your dream and it happened exactly in the real life. So you see it at night and you see it again in your real life and you wonder, wow, I saw this in my dream. This called al-mubashirat. And the Prophet mubashirat is a word derived from Arabic word Bishara, which is like glad tiding, the translation of Bishara, it is glad tiding. And that doesn't indicate anything that you are righteous or good or bad, but it is just, it is just uh, uh, something that the Prophet ﷺ told us about, and it's a part of the prophethood uh, level. لم يبقى من النبوة إلا المبشرات. The prophethood uh, has gone. No one will become prophet after me. But only things remain from the prophethood is al-mubashirat. 
And the Sahaba inquired, what did the Mubashirat, O Messenger of Allah? He said, this is a dream that you will see in the, in, at night and it will happen during the day. Some people will see, will, will see something like that. But again, it doesn't indicate that you are good or bad. But the good dream is a gift from Allah. The good dreams is a gift from Allah. As you see the Prophet wasallam in your dream smiling at you in, uh, and, uh, in appearance and physical appearance that is mentioned in Sunnah. So if you saw the Prophet wasallam in the shape, appearance, physical appearance, uh, features, attributes that is mentioned in Sunnah about him, about his attributes, about his description, and smiling at you, saying nice words to you, so that means this is a very nice dream. All right, so let us, inshallah, the time ran out and we came to the end of the show. I will leave you now, Allah's protection, Allah's mercy. Until I see you again, inshallah ta'ala, in another episode. For now, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. <laughs> فَإِن تَنَازَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّوهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ